Northwest today. Oh man, Drake, someday I need to sit down and just kind of go through and write down all the places we've done this show from through the years. This is a new one. Uh, I think, maybe not. Maybe back in 2014, we did the show from here. Probably we did, right? I mean, the NCAA tournament would have been during the week. We would have started on a Thursday or Friday. So I think I just lied to everyone, Drake. I think I just lied. I'm sure we did a show here in Spokane. I, I, there's no way you guys just let me miss uh, three or four days. Yeah, that doesn't show sound in a row. like us. I'm not Ted Lehman or anything That's like right. that. So, so I probably have done a show here in Spokane. But anyway, we're in Spokane today. Getting set for uh, game one tonight between the Sooners and the Bulldogs of Gonzaga. I think, Drake, that head baseball coach Skip Johnson is going to be joining me live here in uh, the not-too-distant future. Ooh. I have received a text message asking uh, where I'm at. So uh, I think he's uh, going to head down and join us at some point. Talk a little baseball. Baseball. Um, yeah, softball, Big 12 tournament, Sooners open play today, 1 o'clock against Iowa State. They need uh, two wins as it goes now. Correct me if I'm wrong, Drake. It's just single elimination, right? Yeah. This is the semifinals today, championship tomorrow. Bada boom, bada bing. We got a winner, and we're off to the uh, NCAA tournament. I wonder why they do that in softball. Why do they do that in softball? Why don't they play a double elimination tournament? I, you know – I don't know. I don't know if it's just a facilities thing or what as far as not having event staff for that many games. I, I, I don't know because you would think that That's a long it, it's, way. it's very well attended in Oklahoma City, so you could afford to so long as OU's good, to, and that's not going to change anytime soon, uh, to have as many games as you like. So. And OSU. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it didn't it go away for a couple of years. I feel like we had it and then we didn't have it, and now it yes. came back in yeah. like an abbreviated yeah. format or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder what the deal is there. That's weird. It's probably as good popular co- as softball has gotten. Yeah, you would think they would mu- they would want to play more games and have more gates, and fans would want more and all that kind of stuff. But hmm. 
I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Chris probably has a good answer for yeah. me. Um, and, I mean, also, I don't know how the non-OU-OSU games are attended either. I don't pretend to know. So, maybe I'm they're sure going not off great, but let's if, say if you can get you're... two games of OU-OSU possibly, then, or even three, then... Right. And, like, if you're traveling from five, six hours away like a lot of these teams are, mm-hmm. I mean, you come up, you're done in an hour and 20 minutes or whatever, you know, you get a once and you're back home again. I don't know. It just seems like the last, oh, I was right, Drake. Here we go. The HBC has just walked through the door. I got to talk to him about, did you see my Instagram story at all yesterday, Drake? Uh, Are you on the IG? Yeah, I'm on the IG. I'm trying to remember what if I remember you posting the picture of getting on the plane going to Spokane, but I don't know that I saw anything else. Yeah, I'm on the way home last night. I walked home from the ballpark, and I saw an animal, and I took a video of it. I think it's a woodchuck, but somebody said it was a marmot. Hmm. Another, but another person said it was a beaver, but – and maybe it was. It didn't look like it had a big enough tail to be a beaver to me. So maybe Skip knows what the uh, what the river animal that I saw next to the Spokane River. Ready? To, you want to? You can go, Coach. If you're, if you're, huh? Nutra? Huh? What's a Nutra? It's like a big rat. No, it wasn't a Nutra. But they have a big long. They have a big long skinny tail. Let me show a Nutra you. does. Let me show you a video of what I what I got what I saw last night. I thought it was a a woodchuck. Uh, here you go. Tell me what you think that is. It disappeared. I got projected oh. fifty. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, there you go again. What do you think that is? I saw it right next to the river on my walk home last night. I can't really tell. The tail's flat, isn't it? The tail looks flat, but it's not real big. Yeah, that's a beaver. You think it's a beaver? Yeah. Skip Johnson says it's a beaver, Drake. Mm-hmm. Seems convinced by it. So. It looks like a beaver. How are you today, Coach? Good. Good? Good. It's early here. I know, and now I know what Lewis and Clark did. <laughs> What's that? The, the adventures they took. That's what we took yesterday, getting up here. I believe our trek, as long as it was yesterday, was easier than Lewis and Clark. Had yeah, probably so. Back in the day, <laughs> yeah, probably so. It was a long travel day, though. Yeah, wasn't it, was. it for you guys? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's the farthest away you've ever gone to play baseball? Is this it? Um. Yeah, probably so. You ever been out to Hawaii for a series? Yeah, Hawaii. Or? Went 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 to Hawaii. Yeah. With Texas or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was with Texas, went out there. How was that? It was. It was good. It was a good trip. I mean, took a long time. Flew into L.A. and then from L.A. was eat simple. We had to stay in L.A. and then woke up the next morning and went to, and then came back and uh, um, came back on Monday. Didn't play a Tuesday game. Yeah, yeah. Do you have concerns when you travel this far? Have have a, as long of a travel day as you had yesterday about about your guys or oh, are absolutely. they so young it doesn't matter? Absolutely. I'm no. I mean, they had finals all week. You think they got in sleep? Probably not much. And then they came from the East Coast. Right. So, uh, uh, we came from the East Coast, got in at, uh, what, 9, 10 o'clock on Sunday night. They had finals at 8 o'clock on Monday. 
and uh, uh, and all week this week practiced at ten. Uh, yeah, we practiced at ten o'clock, ten thirty on Wednesday for a couple hours, and then got on a plane yesterday and came up here. About an eleven. 11 and a half hour travel day yesterday. Yep. So what do you do to to help in that regard? Is there anything you can do to help make sure they're ready to roll tonight? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, all you got to do is try to get them out, get them sweating a little bit. We did that yesterday. I mean, that's the only thing you can think of. I mean, there, there's not magic dust. There's not some kind of shot that you could take or something like that. All of a sudden, oh, man, I'm a superhero. <laughs> uh, that's a nice facility, I thought, oh, last it was night. Really, it, it was really nice. Good new field, new turf, new yep. everything out there. Turf so. was turf was a little different, I thought. You know, in was, what way? It, it was more like a, a, our turf is more like a, a TIFF four nineteen putting green, mm-hmm. you know, and their their turf is more like a, um, what's that old grass they put in uh, Wrigley Field? Uh, Kentucky bluegrass, tall Kentucky bluegrass. Oh, is it high? Yeah, it's really high. Does it slow the ball down on the infield? I, I couldn't really tell. I wasn't hitting ground balls or anything. I was out there uh, trying to get the pitchers to play good catch. They are playing more fetch than they were playing catch. <laughs> it's not what you want. No. Um, what do you think about Gonzaga as a team? Well, I watched them probably till 2 o'clock Central Oklahoma time after watching all the storms and everything go through. Uh, uh, I think they're older offensively. They have a few guys in there. They're, they have a guy that can really hit in their lineup. Uh, they have one guy that's really been pitching really well. Watched him pitch last night. Um, power breaking ball. We'll see. I mean, I mean, it'll, it'll be uh, it'll be a good opportunity for us to see if we can get out and and play good. You know, I mean, we got to we got to work on playing good. Hopefully, we'll play, start playing good when you know we always do when the finals are over. Mm-hmm. You know, being that's on right. the, being on the road is a little different, and we'll see. You know waking up and getting after it. Uh, Braxton Douthit going to go for you tonight. He's had a very good year. Uh, his last start wasn't his best, and he's had a couple of those lately where he's just had a hard time. His pitch count gets so high early in games that he has a hard time going very deep. So anything to address there at all? Uh, no, I mean, we addressed some things with his rhythm and tempo a little bit. Um, this time of year, you just got to try to keep – Play on him with confidence as much as you can. I mean, he's hard on himself too. That's that's one thing because he was a Friday night starter and his numbers are not as good as they were last year. And he pitched in a different conference though. You know, it's right. uh, his walk numbers are higher than he's it's ever been. So you know, he might be fighting that a little bit with his confidence. You just got to go out there and tell him he's good and and keep plowing away. You're not going to all of a sudden. He's not going to all of a sudden walk out there and be uh, uh, somebody he's not. And it's just what it is. I mean, you've got to continue to try to plow him with confidence and trust the process, really. I mean, trust the process that we've done for 34 years, 35 years that I've done a, as a pitching coach and just keep trusting the process and, until uh, you can't trust anymore. This is probably – I don't mean to uh, uh, hit a hot button this early in the morning. Maybe you don't care, but – I would imagine last Sunday was an incredibly frustrating day for you, just not being able to do things in the order in which you would have liked to have done them, meaning like starting Jamie Hitt, for example. Well, of course. I mean, the, the, uh, no doubt. I mean, when you're when you're looking at a, a 
salad with beets in it coming at you, and it's going to be there in 45 minutes, and you're fixing to start a game. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, it's like uh, uh, what's that? Uh, the the storm. Just to clarify, the storm is the salad with beets in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks on the radar. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm with you now. And yeah. uh, uh, and I, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, uh, um, I don't know if that 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 uh, um, Bill. I, I'm trying to think of the guy's name that, that uh, the guy played Harry, not Harry Carey. Uh, was it Bill Murray? No, Carey. Uh, this is not the, this is how you do it. And he, you know, he sticks his he's sitting in water and he sticks his uh, 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 fork in a, a light uh, light switch or a, a I don't know. electric switch. I don't know. I'm that trying one. to think. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. Cary Grant. No, no, I don't know. No, he did, he he did Pet Detective. Oh, oh, uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. So he had, he was in, he was on the show like Saturday Night Live, but it was something else, and he would. Be he would it was right. Fire Marshal Bill or something, whatever he was. In living color, is that? Yeah, what it, it was? might have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Fire Marshal like, Bill. Yeah. I felt like that. I'm like, hey, we're fixing <laughs> to go in this thing. It don't make any sense. So it doesn't make any sense. So we, what we try to do is not start our starting pitcher. Uh-huh. So you'd burn him. You I mean you burn him, and he could rain in the two innings. Mm-hmm. You know, and he could have thirty pitches, thirty five pitches, and he's done. And you can't do that. And so, what you try to do is you have an opener, and we had it. We had an opener, and he didn't throw good. I mean, he threw good the first inning, kinda, and the second inning wasn't good. It was a, it was a, hits two guys. He never hits two guys, you know. And we talked about doing that, and, and it just didn't work in the third inning. I mean, we played through a torrential downpour in the third inning. I mean, we're in the dugout and have a little overhang there. I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, it was, I think it was a little overhang. I don't think you could call that a dugout, but you, it's a little overhang. Mm-hmm. And we were soaked. And I'm screaming at the guy. I mean, I walk out there with a wire brush like, <laughs> hey, man. I mean, <laughs> the guy's looking at me and he's, you can't do that. And I'm like, I mean, well, I mean, it looks like he's got house slippers on. <laughs> um, for the, for uh, how does it work, just for, so we know, because I don't think you're going to have weather this weekend, but you can't. You could. Who knows? When you've got a weather situation like that, does the home team just dictate how everything's going to go? Did the teams have to agree on a plan? How does that all work? No, you're supposed to agree on a plan, but, uh, um, you know, we're sitting there waiting on the uh, – trying to get the charter to call us back, um, the plane. And so, you know, how many hours do we have to play on a Sunday? Uh, it's just was a difficult deal. We had 15 minutes to decide. Yeah. I mean, they have they have you know four, five, six thousand people in the stands, you know, uh, and Saturday. Yeah, no Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, and w- Saturday we tried. You we, wanted to play two yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, we looked at the radar. It was ninety percent chance of rain, and we called them that morning. We want to play a doubleheader, but I mean, they who knows what you know? They didn't want to play a doubleheader, and that, I guess they didn't. You know, they played it. They played it the right, and we played it wrong. <laughs> Uh, do you talk to your guys about the postseason, about, you know, the, we need to do this or here's where we are right now, that kind of stuff? Yeah, at times we do. I mean, there's there's so much you can get – so much information you can give. I think today, in today's world, you can talk to them. Why is that? Because they forget it 10 minutes after they walk <laughs> out of the uh, locker room. The attention span yeah. is so short it's yeah. not going to bother them. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, so, what do you tell, tell them right now about – That you have to win every game. 
Mm-hmm. That scares them. It scares them, but then they're wrong. They're in the wrong business. You're hoping that that the fear drives them. No, I don't think. Uh, I don't. I don't think they're fear driven because uh, uh, they've they've played with rewards. I mean, they've gotten last place and gotten a trophy. Yeah. Let's be realistic. I right. mean, it's the world we live in. <laughs> yeah. um, what is something you'd like to be doing better right now? I think everything. I think uh, playing defense. I think pitching. I think uh, uh, hitting, hitting with two strikes. Uh, um, I think it, it, I think we can get better at a lot of things. I really do. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we can continue to get better at. Does it feel like, though, I mean, it, it certainly appears you're playing your best baseball right now since that Texas series on, which is exactly what you did last year. You started peaking late in the season. Does this team have that kind of feel to it? I'm not saying you're going to end up in Omaha, but does it feel like, hey, we're getting better at the right time? Yeah, I think so. I think – I mean, I, I mean, you've watched us. I think we can beat anybody in the country. Yeah. And we can get beat by anybody in the country. That's the difference, you know, and uh, uh, that's what's – it's kind of like Duckle, you know, Darker Hook on Jai, whatever you call the dudes, man. I mean, it, it's like we play great one day and we uh-huh. play horrible the next, and you just don't. You can you put your thumb on it? It's really hard to put your thumb on it. It's, I mean, it's can you tell early in a game which way your no, team is trending? Most of the time, yeah, yeah most of the time, and in our team doesn't do good with distractions. Like the distraction of Sunday doesn't do good with it. Like moving our game from six thirty to twelve thirty didn't do good with it. Why do you think that is? Uh, I don't know that. I don't. I couldn't tell. Yeah. You. I, in, inexperience. Hmm. In, I think it's inexperience. Uh, um, I think it's inexperience of uh, a pitching staff. Inexperience of all of it. I, I really believe that. Where those guys last year, it didn't. It wouldn't have mattered. Right. I mean, they could. You had gone, a very veteran yeah, team last year. Yeah. yeah they could have went. They could have went there and slept like they did in the. Uh, Pigeon Lab at Florida and walk out and score four runs. Well, last thing, we'll let you go. Give me just two or three keys that you think are important for you tonight and this weekend against Gonzaga. Uh, Braxton Dalfa getting off a good start and us yeah. scoring early. If we'll do that, we're pretty good. Uh, I mean, we're really good. Um, just staying healthy through the weekend. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Usually during finals week, is the, I mean, they're depleted. Um so hopefully we can stay healthy and kind of get on a row and and uh, uh, get going. You feel like you can run on these guys? I don't know that. I mean, it's hard to tell. It's hard, I mean, I think I mean the guy. I think you can run on the guy that. I think we can do a lot of things on the guy that we're facing tonight or tomorrow, Saturday. Right, uh, Rutherford, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy I mean, that he's, had he's the complete really, game last week. Yeah, he's been really good too, and. Uh, uh, but I think you can do some things on him. He's got a good power breaking ball. Uh, we'll see. Skip, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Have I know you see that river out there? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Now, have you walked that way yet? Mm-mm. If you go that way just a little bit and cross it, so right here to the left of our hotel is a waterfall. Really? So if you go that way and cross, you'll see this beautiful water- waterfall. But it's a, it's not just a serene river. It's a roaring. Really? It's moving pretty yeah. fast there so. so it's no good unless we want to get it and kayak it like you don't want to get in it you no yeah you you don't want to get in it you're going to end up going over this waterfall here <laughs> yeah but it's it's gorgeous yeah i walked city. out thinking you know i'm gonna have shorts and short sleeves on i walked out and it was 40 
degrees outside. I was like, oh, I better turn around. This is one of those places where during the day, what, what is it supposed to be, 80 today, I think? Mm-hmm. It's borderline hot. Anytime the sun goes down, man, it's freezing. Yeah. And so, yeah. Hey, thanks, Coach. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Yeah. Skip Johnson, guys. Again, game one tonight, 8 o'clock Central Time. we got a pregame show for you at 7.30 here on The Ref. We'll take a break. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Final hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake Dyke and Toby Rowland here with you on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. This hour is brought to you by the great people at RK Black. Give them a call at 405-943-9800 for all of your business solutions. They've been providing businesses with technology solutions for over 70 years now. Uh, small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas uh, for solutions including copiers, faxers, faxers, faxes, Maybe you're a faxer and you need faxes. Uh, Printers, scanners, document management, and network solutions, plus so much more. What do you do for a living? I'm a faxer. Yeah, faxer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Give them a call, 405-943-9800, or visit them at rkblack.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet, text line, real quick, T-Row. Whatever happened to the best part of pregame, the scene setter? Well, uh... You don't always do a scene setter for basketball or baseball. It's usually bigger games that you do that. Yeah, we have rarely done them uh, beyond football uh, other than special occasions. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if, what, if they're talking about baseball or what. I would say maybe dreams will come true for Bedlam. Ooh. Hint, hint. They call that a tease in the business. That's a tease, yeah. Um, yeah. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. How about BV getting inducted into the Hall of Fame for Garden City Community College? I didn't know that. I did not uh, know congrats that. Congrats yeah. to Coach Brent sure. out there. Yeah, the head yeah. ball coach. Fantastic. Um, Are you in any Halls of Fame, Drake? Uh, Sure. According to this guy on the text line, I'm in the – Oklahoma Voice Hall of Fame. Sorry, Toby. Tuning out this guy you're on with today. He has the worst voice ever in <laughs> Oklahoma radio. Uh, thank you, sir, for your kindness, and I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry, Drake. Yeah. Shake it's it off, Drake. It's fine. Uh, Chris Rich, 316, says uh, he wants uh, people to take it serious and take precautions. Is talking about David Payne. Uh, I'm sure... It affected him calling storm tornado uh, warnings was hitting occupied elementary schools and knowing the unfortunate probabilities too. Yeah, that's the other thing is that huh? David Payne was a storm chaser at one point too. Uh, it, it just sure. saying that he knows the implications whenever he calls for these tornado warnings and stuff like that. And you should not make fun of him for it at all. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got you. Get all with right. the program. Thanks for listening, David. Uh, Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, here's a question that I think that you will absolutely love. Uh, it uh-huh. says, two things. Toby, I thought you were in Spokane. And uh, two, what do you think about the Sooners' defensive line? And then follows up with, this regard the first question. It just kind of sounds like you're in the same room with Drake right now. Nice. Yeah, How about It's that? like you're in the booth with me, T-Row. 
I think the D-line is better and deeper than a year ago, and I'm very excited about seeing how they play this year. I don't know who the main characters are going to be. I don't know who's going to emerge at defensive tackle. I don't know who is going to be the sack getter this year, whether it's Ethan Downs or Reggie Grimes or P.J. Atabare or who you know who it's going to be. Rondell uh, Bothroyd. Uh, Rondell Bothroyd. But uh, they're definitely deeper. I think they're better. And so I'm excited to see who it is that emerges. Um, now, I do want to talk about something here because I have noticed we have had two different pronunciations today of the city in which I am currently in. I tend to trust you when it comes to travel more than me because mm-hmm. you're more worldly than I am. Sure. You keep pronouncing it Spokane, mm-hmm. and I'm pronouncing it Spokane. So are you standing by that pronunciation? Uh, Yeah, that's probably the lifelong Oklahoman in me pronouncing it that way. So Spokane? Yeah. Is that correct, though? I don't know. Okay. I'm happy to change my pronunciation if that is incorrect, but that's the way I've always said it, so. We need somebody out there to uh, verify the correct pronunciation of, of S-P-O-K-A-N-E, please. Yeah. A Washington. The city that Toby is currently occupying right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few more here. There is the... an E on the end of it, to be fair, which would yeah. back up your yeah. claim. Yeah. That's right. Uh, let's see. Let's get a couple more texts in before we hit a timeout here. Uh, Dr. Jekyll. Dr. Heckle and Jide, uh, <laughs> laughing face emoji here on the text line. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I just got a caramel macchiato, by the way, from from Skip. Very nice of him. Thank you, Coach. Uh, Mrs. R. And Norman says uh, she uh, autocorrect got her here. It said Tony's pronunciation is correct, and then says, "Oops, Toby." So Spokane is what Spokane. she says. Spokane, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Uh, well, that's just one. Let's get see if we can get a few more. Yeah. Another person then, uh, from the 580 says Spokane. Okay. Okay. Uh, doing great, Drake. The guy on the text line is clearly jealous. That's from Rhino NBA. Thank it's been you, been a rough Rhino. segment for you, Drake. Yeah. Uh, somebody said you had the worst voice in radio yeah, history. That's right. And perhaps your pronunciation is wrong. Yeah. Perhaps. That's all right. Uh, another one here on the text line says, Drake is the wizard in the Wizard of Oz. Drake's the best. Uh, that's from That's Rennie. true. You are the guy behind the curtain that that's makes right. everything go. There's, right. That is exactly correct. <laughs> and somebody uh, is clearly uh, trolling on the text line now saying, I pr- believe it's pronounced spoken. Okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, the last thing that we need to get in, did you hear about the – Response by Parker Thune yesterday no. in the afternoon. Okay, huh. so response to what? So you know what it is that TJ said yesterday about Parker and the text line nickname that he has for every um, that he uses every something time. about we got some people that need to grow up or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, it, it, he went TJ. You know TJ out of the norm for him went. And tried to make it a little bit personal and said he's like the 40-year-old virgin that he has to laugh yes. at everything. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's right. So I, TJ <laughs> said to me that whenever Mike came in, he was the most excited he has ever seen Mike Steele. And he said, I need that hour of the morning show because I'm going to play it for Parker. Well, uh, the Thune goons on the text line 
mm-hmm. are were supposed to be retaliating to TJ, and then Parker realized, oh, TJ's gone tomorrow through uh, the weekend, and then into next Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, I guess the text line would have been blowing up with uh, people. So that Parker are- was unhappy. Uh, yeah, with the way did that he, he was characterized. Any, did yeah. he say anything back, or did he just ask his... No, he just said that he was going to let the ref army uh, take care of TJ for him. So. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think that's the way that would have gone. I, I'm i just telling you. And then uh, there was lots of rebuttal of people saying, well, what time do we have to get up to get on to TJ? <laughs> <laughs> I did see the text message that went out to all of the employees yesterday at the ref, and I felt very vindicated at that point. I thought, oh, good. We're not the only ones in the morning. So I'll just leave it at that, Drake. Uh, And a couple more here on uh, Spokane. It is Spokane. Uh, How's that roll off your tongue? Uh, It's fine. It's not my favorite. I like Spokane a little bit more, but Spokane is fine. Okay. Good morning. It is Spokane with a can at the... That was confusing. That was a roller coaster. It is Spokane with a can at the end. Uh, Spokane. I was at Fairchild Air Force Base for quite some time, and that is the way the locals pronounce it. So how is is he recommending? Spokane. It it was confusing because he was spelling it out the way... That I pronounce it, but then said it's with a can at the end. So That's what I thought. So yeah. it's Spokane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then uh, this person says, for the next three days, it's pronounced Spikin' because that's where Spike lives. Oh, I like that. I like that. I hadn't thought of that. Okay. We may we may squeeze that in if he makes another catch this weekend. All right. Break time. Uh, 8.37 in the Central Time Zone. 6.37 here in Spokane, Washington. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. couple more baseball thoughts, and I can get into more of this tonight on the broadcast. But there's a team out there that's really helping OU right now, and it's, uh, it's the Houston Cougars. Drake, if you remember way back before Big 12 play started, OU went down to Houston and swept them. Houston has, and, and at that time, Houston was not playing good baseball and uh, had a losing record, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. They've turned their season around. They're actually leading the American Athletic Conference right now. They're a half game up on East Carolina with Wichita State in third place there. And that Sweep over Houston, who has gone from, I believe, in the 120s to the 70s in the RPI in the last couple of weeks, has really uh, consequentially helped out OU's RPI as well. And I bring that up because, well, one, it's a fact. And two, this weekend feels to me a little bit like the Houston weekend. It's kind of a TCB weekend, you know? Like, that series, Oklahoma went into Houston and just kind of bullied them. Like, they just – the whole all three games there, like, we're just kind of the better team here. If you don't mind, we're going to win all these games and go home. And 
Friday and Saturday were blowouts, and Sunday's game was close for a while, but OU pulled away in that one as well. And they left, and you kind of felt like, well, Oklahoma was just the better baseball team, and there was really nothing Houston could do about it. That's what this weekend needs to be. You know, it needs to be a TCB weekend. Go out there. You're better than this team. Just kind of go take care of business and leave with at least two wins. But interesting, because sometimes you play those games and you forget about those teams. I'll tell you, another team that's having a really good year is Ryder, who OU played way, way back, I think week two of the season. Yeah. Ryder is in contention for their conference title. Um, and then there's some other obvious ones in non-conference play, like the Dallas Baptist, Wichita State's having a nice season. It, it's a schedule that if you look at it at the beginning of the year, the non-con schedule, you say, hmm. But now that it's played out, because of some of the success of other some of these other teams that you weren't necessarily excited about at the time, OU's got a very good strength of schedule and a very, very good non-conference strength of schedule. I think they're number seven in the country in non-conference strength of schedule. So, anyway, uh, it's a TCB weekend for Skip Johnson's team. They just got to come out. There, there are, there's a really good hitter on this team. Uh, let me see what his name is here. Um, Brian Calmer. K-A-L-M-E-R. He's hitting 360 with 13 home runs. Really Calmer good hitter. Calmer than you are, dude. Calmer than you are. Uh, other than that, they're not a great hitting team. They don't steal a ton of bases. They give up a significant amount of bases. Uh, they have a pitcher in Rutherford who we'll see on Saturday night who is hot. He's 4-1, and one and he's coming off a complete game shutout last weekend. But other than that, they've got a high team ERA, a high opponent batting average. There's not a lot of stats that jump out at you. At, they give up a bunch of home runs. There's not a lot of stats that make you scared. But it is on their home field, and we are, what did we decide, 1,700 miles from home. And Oklahoma this year, for whatever reason, has played much better baseball in front of big crowds. In big environments, I think of the Texas series. I think of that Saturday record-setting West Virginia game. They won that. The Dallas Baptist game in front of a packed house. Some of the games in, in Norman this year where we've had huge crowds, like the TCU series where they won two out of three. I don't know what the crowd's going to be like this weekend. I, I think we'll have... Five to 700 people in the stands, but it's not going to be raucous. They're not overly excited about this team. You know, this Gonzaga team doesn't appear to be going anywhere. So you're going to have to generate some of your own energy, realize the importance of of winning, because it's not going to feel like a big-time atmosphere necessarily. And that part concerns me a little bit. I don't know that that's been a strength of this baseball team this year. All right, we'll take a break. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up the week next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. 
Final segment of the weekend from Spokane, Spokane. And we welcome in now Chris Plank for the crossover at Plank Show. Big 12 softball tourney today. 1 o'clock this afternoon, 1245 pregame with the Plankster. Good morning, Plank. You got me? Sounds like I got you. Oh, there we are. Okay. What's going on, dude? How? First off, uh, well check. Everything okay out in Goldsby? Yeah, dude. It, we, we usually are a um, last-minute possible kind of a family when it comes to getting to our uh, Frady Hole, our, our safe space, if you will. Um, and we were there pretty quick last night. Gonna lie. That doesn't happen very often for us. So all good. Um, all good with the neighborhood, all good with the friends. Just uh, good. we got a lot of rain. We got a lot of rain last night. So um, the garden's watered. The yard's going to need to be mowed again probably tomorrow, but we're good. We're good. Thanks for asking, man. Good. I appreciate your text. Okay. Uh, we were talking Big 12 softball tournament a little earlier this hour. I know you were listening. Uh, Correct. So explain to me, like, why it is they do it in this format, if you, if you know. Uh, well, it's, it's become what everyone's doing. There's, uh, there's no longer double elimination or full play softball tournament to the big level. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm not a fan. I like the idea of playing more games. Um, as it was kind of described to me, it was something where the coaches got together and kind of looked around the country and realized, hey, we're, you know, we're playing at the least three games because the Big 12 would have two separate – so seven teams play – Six would get in, one would be left home. So there was a problem. They wanted everyone to be able to experience this because not everyone gets to go to Oklahoma City. Um, number two, you know, you would be playing at the minimum three games this weekend instead of maybe just one or two because you'd have your two pool play games. And then remember, they had a championship game, then they had a third and fourth place game, then they had a fifth and sixth place game. So they just decided over the last few years to kind of uh, – go with just the tournament format and invite everyone in the first round or the, the number one overall seed gets to buy an elite booth number two here at USA Softball <laughs> Hall of Fame Stadium. So it, it's just kind of become T-Row the norm across college softball where I wonder uh, why. you lose your through. I wonder why. I just – it seems like it, uh, it would lead to more money – and more games if yeah. they had the double elimination. So I just, I'm not, I'm just curious because baseball doesn't. Obviously, baseball is very much right. double elimination. So I just wonder what the, it would seem maybe the opposite would be true. You know what I mean? With the right. baseball less ability to go with arms more than once. Right. But anyway, it's just curious. No, and, and, and it's, a, it's a fair point. I, I, I like the pool play, um, I thought it was really cool. You know, and you would have two games going on, and I, I don't know, call me, call me old-fashioned, but I kind of dig it when you're at one field and all of a sudden next to you you hear another field yeah. roar, and you're like, yeah. oh, what just happened over there? So, yeah. The, so the, it's coach, this way yeah, in the yeah. SEC, too? Uh, yes. Every, every softball tournament is single elimination. Do you know how many teams yeah. make it in the SEC? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Hero, I really nerded out this year. I've got my bracket printed out for the SEC tournament. Now, I don't know how they're going to change this in 26, uh, 2025, but, um, you know, they all 13 teams make it. You know, 13 of the 14 and eventually, uh, what's that, 15 of the 16 play tournaments. So, yeah, they go to Arkansas. They have a, they had a playing game on Tuesday, essentially, and then, you know, you kind of roll with it and you're – 
your hired, your one through four get that double buy. So I think that's kind of like what they do in baseball for the SEC. And they, and they, they alternate around to different parks. So it's, it's in Arkansas, it's a Boggle Park. I think it's going to be. Who I doesn't play softball? Vanderbilt. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, the and baseball, uh, they have 12, 12 teams make it in the SEC in baseball, so 12, oh, okay. 12 of the 14. And the first round, like the lowest, I think the top I think the top four, I can't remember. Like there's a single elimination to get to the double elimination oh, in the okay. SEC. Okay. But I can't remember exactly how it works. Hey, before we run out of time, I, I have uh, the setup here that you hate. I hate too. Uh-oh. I am uh, I'm in the room with the TV crew tonight. Well, oh all weekend. God, they can't be outside. There's nowhere to go outside. I would gladly go outside, but we'll see how it goes tonight. I may seek other arrangements. But I asked the guy last night. I was like, uh, "Aren't I going to be too loud for them?" And he goes, "Nah, you guys will all have headphones on. It'll be fine." Oh my like, god! Uh... I would have lost, <laughs> lost it. That would have been the moment Joe's going to be getting a phone call. I said, you know, I am going to get excited when OU does something, and it probably is going to come through the TV broadcast microphones. And he's like, ah, it'll be fine. It's like, all right, all right, we'll see. (laughs) So we'll see. I excuse myself from the OSU. I'm like, I ain't sitting here, people. I'll go outside. We might have a tough. I'm not sitting in here. You people will come try to fight me, all right? I'm not doing this right now. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm going to try it tonight to be a gracious guest, you know. Right. But if it goes poorly, I may be in the crowd for game two. We, we shall see. Do Chris, it. have a great call, man. I can't wait to listen today. It's going to be a blast, and it's really cool to tell you we're going to have a game while the show is going on. OSU in Kansas in the fourth inning after they were delayed. So have a great day, bud. Talk to you soon. See you, Plank. Stick around. Plank show coming up next. OU softball versus Iowa State. Big 12 semifinals, 1 o'clock today. I got baseball here at Gonzaga tonight. First pitch, 8 o'clock, 7.30 pregame here on The Ref. Great job, Draker. Have a great weekend, everybody. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.